Hello and welcome to the weekly Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is Sam Pem of CFC. Today, let's take a look at the state of the economy. I am going to highlight several economic factors and break them down into two categories, negative and positive. Let's start with the negative. There are three concerning factors in the current economy. First is the financial market. Stock valuations were elevated from 2020 to 2021. In other words, many stock indices reached record highs in this period. And now we're looking at a correction period when stocks are declining and potentially for a long downturn. Second is the persistently high inflation, which comes with high risk to long-term growth. To catch up, the Federal Reserve started to raise rates very high and very quickly, which could push the economy into a recession. However, even without the Fed's action, the economy with high inflation and a hot labor market is at risk of a recession anyway. The third and last factor that could impact the economy negatively is high government debt. With already high debt levels, stimulus in the event of a recession may be unaffordable. High interest rates may also make government debt even more expensive. This will make government support more challenging in times of need. Now moving on to the positive. There are four factors here that remain positive or at least neutral to the economy. First is the private sector. We have not seen high growth in private sector debt, which means U.S. companies are generally in decent financial positions, allowing them to weather potential downturns. Second, let's dive into the banking sector in particular. Unlike in the Great Recession, the banking sector has not shown any concerning signs in terms of liquidity and solvency. Despite challenges to profitability, U.S. banks are still in solid positions to support the financial market and flows of credit. The third positive factor is the housing market. Now I know what you're thinking, but hear me out. While I'm sure homeowners and home buyers are currently worried about home prices and mortgage rates, here's why I believe that the housing market will not crash the way it did in 2008. Although mortgage rates are going up with the Federal Reserve rate hikes, we are unlikely to see home prices crash and burn because we still have the supply shortage. This means that while demand will go down, as higher mortgage rates make buying less affordable, supply remains limited. This will lead to a more balanced housing market, which means prices will come down but not crush completely. Additionally, we are unlikely to see massive foreclosures as we saw in 2008. This is thanks to better lending practices, making current mortgage borrowers less risky than those in 2008. And finally, the last factor is on the consumer side. While inflation has been difficult for consumers, the current job market continues to keep people employed. The economy added 372,000 jobs in June, well above the forecast figures. This is a decline from the previous month, of course, but it declined at a natural speed and showed no concerning signs. The unemployment rate has held steady at 3.6%, which is very low. Additionally, household balance sheets remain relatively strong, although some early signs of struggle are starting to show. Household debt to GDP increased to 80% by the end of 2021, but still substantially lower than the levels we saw in the Great Recession. The consumer factor is an important factor to monitor, as things are changing very quickly. But as of now, it has not yet turned negative. So here you have it, the negative and positive forces that are pulling the current economy. With what I just described earlier, a recession, if one occurs, will likely to be relatively less severe compared to the typical recessions we saw in the past. While this is not entirely positive news, I hope that this has cleared up some clouds in our economic outlook. Thank you for listening, and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard. Talk to you soon.